Welcome to The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Pam, and I'll be joining you every week alongside my girls, Denise and Cousin Dan. Every episode, we'll be having real conversations, including the good, the bad, and yes, even the ugly. Although we are three women in different stages of our lives, one single, one married, and one divorced, we can still share our experiences together with love, faith, and a glass of wine in hand, of course. We know you're going to enjoy listening in and riding along this journey we call life with us together. Listen in as we talk, as we get real, and as we get raw. Here we are. Sheer Therapy. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Hot Seat by Sheer Therapy. I'm Danielle. Pam. And I'm Denise. (laughs) What was that, Danielle? This is going to be on YouTube and they're going to see that you just gave us the finger. We'll put an emoji over it. No. Um, today. Well, what Denise and Pam are going to tell their daughters, their teenage, soon to be teenage daughters, what advice would they give them and advice that they wish they had when they were growing up? And I'll put my two cents in here and there, but let's take it away. The mothers. Um, advice for your teenage daughter. Denise is just finishing her omelet. Yeah, so I mean, we kind of just like dove right in there. Please but, give um, them the background, Denise. Please give them the background. So your daughter is how old? So my daughter is going to be 13 at the end of the year. And she's going to be an, a, an official teenager. I can't believe I'm a mom to a teenager. I'm already giving her advice right now. Old woman. Do you find that 13 year olds nowadays are more mature or less mature than our generation in the nineties? Definitely more. More. Yeah. There are things because intellectually mature or just they act too grown for their age. There's a difference. Yeah. I would say intellectually. I have to just interesting. No. Yeah. I would beg to differ, but go ahead. This is your space. Yeah, because of like, you know, there's TikTok and there's like social media and a lot of the things that they see, there's more topics and everything on there. So they know they know a lot. They know a lot. But they know a lot or they're mature. Are they mature? Um, Some of them are. Okay, your 13 year old self and Zara. night and day like I was navigating the TTC by the time I was 10 no Zara can't do that (laughs) (laughs) she can't do that she gets like predators have always been around so why is this generation so much different so her cousin can do it maybe it's just how you raise the child so I'm going to, I'm going to hop in here because Denise, I don't the background on the age of your children. I don't <laughs> think Denise gets the question. I have a just turned nine-year-old going on 75 and I have a 
four-year-old turning five, (laughs) turning five in November. And I see the older kids, like older than my kids. And no, I think when, I think when the social media started to get big, kids had a decline in their maturity. Like I think what Denise is saying, correct me if I'm wrong, they're exposed to more at this age and they know more that things like we didn't know, like a bunch of stuff like this gender and inclusivity and race stuff and like bodies. And like Madison asked me the other day if I, if I know any lesbians, like in that way. But I think that in the sense of street smarts, they're dumb. They're all dumb. Mm -hmm. Like, Sorry, not all, but most, because I think social media and the cell phone has made them dumb. They don't even know how to make complete sentences like they won't say, I don't know. It's IDK. What? Yeah, there's all this slang. Like, why can't we speak English? But I reply to my daughter like that when we're texting. Yeah, because. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying what like we still know and it's we're making it relevant to them, but like. I just think that they're so ridiculous. And I think I think it's also because we're all so busy in this busyness of life cycle that the parenting style is different. But yeah, I, I definitely don't think there's a maturity thing. That makes sense. It makes sense what you're saying. So you know what? I would agree with that. I really would. I mean... Yeah, they are exposed to a lot of things because my daughter knows a lot about gender, human rights, personal rights. Uh, Don't touch my body. My body is my personal space. Anxiety. I need a moment by myself. But if you go put her out there and say, hey, go catch bus number two, five, five, seven and meet me down here. She she couldn't she couldn't walk off the porch. Yeah. And I think I think we talk to our kids about more like, okay, Dan, you can see there's a difference between you and Hannah. Mm-hmm. Your mom, Hannah, is Danielle's 10 year old younger sister. 10, 10, 10 year younger, younger, 10 year younger. Mm-hmm. But like your mom with you, you were sheltered. You guys didn't talk about much. She wanted to keep you in a bubble. Hannah, they talked about everything. She trusted her to go out. You guys are night and day. Right. Because it's like you got a taste of freedom and went buck wild. Hannah's just coasted same level whole time. So it's like, I think in a sense, too, like it depends on the home. Like, do you talk to your kids about everything? Do you sugarcoat? Like I watched A Star is Born with Madison last year. And she just told me like, yeah, I know they're going to swear, but I'm not going to swear. But. At the same time, some parents would be like, no, 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 we cannot play Drake in the car. It's not appropriate for the children's age. Or we can't play a movie because there's a kissing scene. But like, shouldn't you see your parents kissing? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like. I was, was listening to R. Kelly's album when I was like 10. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think it, it really depends on like how you oh, shelter, yeah. how you talk to them. But I think social media has made the kids a little bit dumber. Do you think as a parent, it's easy to reverse the effects of social media or it's very challenging? Like, can you undo what social media is doing no. in the household? Um, <laughs> like if TikTok tells Zara one thing, can you undo that from her mind or no? TikTok is overriding what you're saying. 
No, I can undo it. I can undo it. Zara is the type of person she'll see stuff on TikTok and she'll come to me and show me, hey, mom, take a look at this. And I'll go, you know, that's not real, right? You know that that's not the way that she's like, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So she's very open like that. Like, she'll look at things and she'll come to me and say, check this out. Come look at this. Or, you know what I mean? So it can be reversed. But the child has to... You know, you. I think. I think you guys. You have to constantly have a relationship and talk to your children constantly. Have that. What is? Like, what are your biggest fears, both of you? What is your number one fear for your daughter when she becomes that age of just everything? Um, that she's not. She's gonna. She's not gonna be a leader, and she's gonna be a follower. That's my like. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I kind of, I kind of drill that in her head, like constantly, constantly, you know, you gotta, you gotta take them while they're young and, and, you know, kind of drill little nuggets in their heads when they're young. (laughs) Yeah. Pam. That's my fear. What are you looking at? (laughs) Did you drill the nugget? Yep. I did. Um, it depends on the day, but this point of my life, it would be to really, don't look at your future as the box that society conforms us to. So like go to school, get a job, get married, have kids. No, don't, don't. Interesting. Yeah. I tell her that already, that it's not real. It's, yeah. Like, it's and not I think, necessary to follow that. No. Yeah. And I think for me, like if you come from a split parent home that all your goals are in life is to make sure you get married and have a stable home and whatever. But I think that there is a lot of pressure on um, what the white picket fence life looks like. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about this, me and Denise, but like you need to travel, 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 travel. Like when I talk to say my niece who's 18 or like the girls that work for me at work who are like mid twenties to almost thirties, I'm like, guys, your twenties is I say to to hoe it up. And I mean it in a sense where like, do you go take a trip? It doesn't have to be sexual. Yeah. Yeah. Like just like live your best life because when you settle down, it's like, you conform your life to be there for another person and you make yourself second to make sure everybody else is taken care of. And that's bullshit. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe in that, though. I don't that. but it ends up happening because you're in a cycle of like, you know, you started a life with somebody and you had kids and now you're in this cycle of raising your kids and all the parents making you feel like you have to like compete with the same parenting and, and do everything the same and choose the best schools and eat the best foods where it's like, we were just talking about like, yeah, we're not even buying organic right now because like, screw the organic. Like, it's just like, you're trying to do so much and you're forgetting to just like live, like take a moment to yourself, like make yourself number one. Like I think self-love truly at its highest capacity, I learned this year. And if you don't have that and you end up with somebody, you're not going to love yourself because you're going to be busy trying to love them. And then you have kids and you're busy trying to love them. So I think it's like, yeah, really choose wisely. Like the decisions you make in your twenties, you would never make at this age. Like Denise wanted a little, like, well, she probably still wants the golf. Do you still want the golf? 
But like yeah, that's, that is all I want. the car you would buy, the lipstick you'd wear, the hairstyle, the clothes you'd wear, like, yeah, fashion trends change. But like you are choosing it because it was a trend. You weren't we weren't choosing it because you liked it. Right. So like <laughs> I would just tell her all the things that I just finally learned this year, I would really try to push it into her now. Like, yes, yeah, you know, right. and like, I just think a lot of parents too, it's like, oh my God, don't have sex. No, don't have sex. Oh, no. I always tell Zara, if you're going to, if you're going to have sex, I tell you this from now, if you're going to have sex, honestly, I mean, don't let the boys, don't let the boys test drive the Porsche because they can't afford to take it off the lot. Right. But I'll tell her if you, if, but if you're going to do it, come to me first so we can go to a doctor and get some protection for you. Yeah, right. I tell us straight up. Because telling them not to do it isn't going to make so them stupid. not do it. Yeah. But even on a deeper level, it's like the sex is like the forbidden fruit. But I would even go further than that to say, like, most of the time you're having sex to make yourself look cool or the mm-hmm. because the guy wants it. But there are some girls who really just want to do it. But then they're like, oh, but I'm going to be a hoe or whatever. But it's like even in your 20s, whatever, like if you're just enjoying your life and you're traveling and you have that friend that you can call on and you can have whatever time you want and then you can go back about your life. If it's by your choice, right, that's what you want right. for yourself. Fine. Go ahead. Like and I, I get I get the other side of it where it's like, yes, but like it's sacred and whatever. But sometimes you're so focused on making it sacred and then you have this one person with all your eggs in the basket and all of the eggs are broken and the basket weave is like shredded. But it's because you're so focused on the one basket that like you're not really making decisions based off yourself. So I would tell them like stop worrying about the society thing and like what belief system you should have. It's like it's your body. Yeah. We all have our own life plan and our own body and our own ways we love and our own ways we get mad and we think and whatever. And just because I'm your mom, you don't have to align with what I do, but I think mm-hmm. you should have open communication about it. Yeah. That's a good point. And um, finally, just to wrap it up, because um, I know you're on a couple of percent left. Um, yeah. What have you learned from your daughters? that you didn't know or think that you would have? Have they taught you anything? Patience, Denise? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's taught me to be more patient. Speaking to the microphone. She's taught me to be more patient and to um, not to not to tell her what to do, but let her choose her own destination and let her choose what she wants to do. Because I was always, I was always like my clothes were picked for me and until, and things were picked for me earlier on. And that's when I broke out and like started getting my own clothes and buying my own stuff and getting my own food and doing whatever, and then going to the extreme and excessively spending on clothes. Right. Mm -hmm. So I try to let her navigate and pick what her style is, her individual style what she wants to do, what she enjoys doing. You know what I mean? She's not, she's not much of a fashion buff. She doesn't really care about fashion, right? Versus she cares more about video games and stuff like that. So, you know, I don't try to put the pressure on her to try to dress her the way I want her to dress. No, you, you dress the way you want to dress. You find your own individuality. And I don't care. Okay. And I don't care if you're gay, you're straight, you want to, I don't give a crap what you want to be, eh? Just, just don't shame me. <laughs> don't shame me. Oh. Like, 
just don't shame and me. everything she said prior just went out the window yeah. <laughs> I, know. I don't care what you want to do but don't shame me yeah. <laughs> um, any final thoughts on what you learned I think it was like what I was talking about before because sometimes Madison will be like mom if you don't feel like cooking dinner then don't cook it and I'm like what or like she'll just say like she just says like old woman things that's why I said she's going on 75 she says a lot of old woman stuff. She talks a lot about God. She talks a lot about like the other night she said she had to charge her rock at the windowsill because it's a full moon. I don't even know where she gets this from. Um, but she'll just like say things like, mom, just sit down and just do it. Take some time for yourself. Mm. Or she'll be like, like, I w- I'm afraid f- to go to the park and bike ride with them. And she'll be like, mom, you have to face your fears. And I'm like, okay you're afraid to go to the park and bike ride yeah i envision cars hitting them and their bodies flying oh yeah i have a problem or like the the monkey bar hitting here and then blood is squirting Mm -hmm. i'm not interested i'm just not a park mom if you want to judge me that's fine i'll do a hike i like to do it safe but yeah she teaches me stuff like that like kind of like just to have faith you know um in all ways possible. I know Madison's going to be the daughter that will take me in. Harper, not so much, but Madison will take me in. She'll let me live with her if come anywhere. She'll just, she's, she's got my back. Harper will like buy me things, but she'll be like, you can't come. <laughs> that's cute. Um, yeah, that's it. Amazing. Um, okay. Any final takeaways before we wrap it up? What For all the moms out yours? there, or soon to be, moms. what would you tell? Are you gonna tell yours, a teenage daughter. I honestly don't know. I envision in my mind being one way, and then I think once I'm thrust into it, it's going to be the complete opposite. Like some days, I think I want to be st- not strict, but um, like not a free for all. And then other days, I swing to the opposite direction. So I really think I have to be in it to know in the moment how I'm going to react to it. I really have no clue which way it's going to go. Usually whatever your plan is, is the opposite. Yeah. Especially after I feel like like I'm not going to take everything they say though at face value. Like I think I've been around the block enough to know what's up. Like, I don't think they'll be able to pull one over me. I mean, they may very well be able to, but. I think part of our, all of our life experiences is good. Cause like we can kind of catch on to things a little more. That's what I'm saying. You have to be, not wild be so naive. If you're not wild in your twenties, how will you know when your kid is trying to BS you? Yeah. Yeah. If you're prim and proper and your daughter acts prim and proper, you're going to believe her. Yeah. If you smoke dope <laughs> and you had a little time in your twenties, You'll know when your daughter's trying to have a time in her 20s. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you haven't smoked dope, sorry. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> Not saying nope. anything. I didn't say I did. I'm just saying. Anyways. Thank you for joining it. us for another episode of The Hot Seat. <laughs> I'm Danielle. I'm Denise. Call <laughs> <Pommy>. me. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
for tuning in to another episode of The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself and can't wait to be with you again next week. If you've taken anything away from this today, it's to live, love, forgive, have faith, and always have a glass of wine and your girls. We can't wait to be with you all again next week. See you soon.